Welcome to Grit and Gravitas with Anne and Annie, bringing you savvy, spirited stories of success. We're excited to deliver 30 minutes of inspiration, impact, and goodness. We'll be bringing you guests and friends from around the country who have very special work and personal journeys. I'm Ann Dieter Gallagher, your co-host with Annie Carnathan, and this is Grit and Gravitas. Let's go. Another big day in the Grit and Gravitas podcast studio, Annie Carnathan. Uh, I say this every uh, other week in our episode releases, and it's truer even today than it was with our first release, which was January 15th, a year and a half ago. Um, a super exciting guest, savvy, spirited stories of success. This young lady fits the bill there. And we both know Megan Madsen, chief officer and I'll let her dive a little deeper into that title. That, that piqued my interest when I read it. For Bravo Group, which is headquartered in Harrisburg, offices in Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, man? That's correct. And Maryland, uh, or where? We've got people in, on, in Florida. We've got people in the UK. Yeah. So we're all over the place. And you uh, are Pennsylvania's largest public relations firm. That's correct. I have long admired you personally and professionally, and Chris Bravacos and all that he has done. I know many of the people, you know, that work with you now and have worked with you uh, in the past in just deep, deep respect. Well, and here's the one thing, ladies, and, and our male fans, right? All of our listeners right off the bat, Anne probably duplicates some of the thing, things the Bravo group does and likewise, but that didn't, didn't deter her for one single second to, to, no. to build her up, <laughs> no. right? Anne doesn't have to win by Bravo Group losing or oh otherwise word, no. not thriving, right? And I just think it's always important to put an exclamation point on that to help each other. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I'm excited to hear more of what Megan's going to say. And um, so am I. <laughs> and your response when uh, Annie reached out and just told you a little bit of, of our uh, our model, our podcast model, we're 30 minutes. And of course, our number one requirement is that somewhere in the course of that 30 minutes, uh, you share a business vitamin. And I know that, that uh, we'll probably stop you mid-sentence like we do and, and say, ah, that's it, that's it. Right. And we'll gather several of those. So tell us a little bit, Megan, of your journey uh, to PR and journey to uh, your executive position you have now. Yeah, sure. Thank and thanks again for having me. I love what you said about you know it's all good. We're in the same type of business. Yep. Uh, I work for a CEO. His his theory is there's enough to go around for everybody. Amen right? to that. And a ton so, of business sure out there. Yeah, come on, and there that, is, and that translates yes. into everything we do. But um, yeah, I've been in the business a longer than I'd like to to admit. Um, always had an interest in communications and public relations. My mother's an English teacher. Oh great! I've been red penned my entire life, <laughs> um, and I just I gravitated to that. And then there was a period. Um, you'll appreciate this. It it was when the West Wing was hot. Yeah. And um, I had a wonderful stint in politics under Governor Tom Ridge, which is where, as a press secretary, I met Chris Bravacos and his other partner. 
and left the market for several years in advertising and PR because I felt like, well, I'm from Central PA. Do I really know what I'm doing? <laughs> Learned a ton and then also realized, hey, I'm actually pretty good at this. Um, but my family's from here. And so yeah. when I started to decide it was time to come back, um, Chris was there and I landed back in, in central Pennsylvania and I couldn't be happier working oh, for a awesome. company that it's all about work that helps people. Mm -hmm. You know, I've sold everything from tires to potato chips <laughs> and, um, am happy to, you know, do work now that's really, really meaningful. Oh, that's fabulous. Fabulous. When I think about too, just, just having met you not that long ago and you were in the midst of woman of the year for leukemia, lymphoma, which, you know, for, for my philosophy, how I'm wired, you know, immediately that said so much to me about you. But the second we started to talk and we were connected by someone that we had done yep. work for in the past that now worked for you. And so that's very flattering. But immediately what I realized, Megan, is how you build consensus, mm -hmm. how you and, and Ann will say this leaders need to have people willing to follow mm -hmm. without right. knowing where they're going. That's true. And never has that been truer than going through a pandemic. Yes. You know, um, I think, you know, a lot of that is just listening. Um, and it, I mean, it's kind of the golden rule. I've always thought like you can lead and still treat people the way you want to be treated. Right. We have my, I'm laughing because my daughter's listening to this podcast, but we have um, this motto in our own family and it's actually written on the wall in our, in our breakfast area. And it says, you know, be kind, stick together and don't freak out. And honestly, those three <laughs> things are how I try to lead and what I hope, you know, works as we move forward, because it's not, you know, they didn't give us Mega like, business NPR, vitamin. you need to say that? probably Mega. remind yourself, you know, the don't freak out part, don't freak I out. need to remind myself <laughs> when you know, you get an email that you're like, uh-oh, did that just go out like that? Or right. several. Or <laughs> several. Sure. But that's a business vitamin. Yes. Be kind, stick together, don't freak out. Simple, yeah. not easy. Simple, not easy. And and I quote that all the time in yeah. everything we do because it's so true, it right? It is true. Um, but yeah. That's, that's been sort but of how we've, how we've moved forward. Good for you for modeling that. So I'm thinking, you know, your daughter Maddie is with us and listening and, um, <clears throat> Bianca, another young lady and Mark will shout you out to our tech people back there. But we, uh, women executives need to model the behavior that we expect in the workplace. It's very hard as the it's CEO, hard. like internally, I'm freaking out a lot, not externally. Right. And I'm not, you know, I've had some wonderful mentors throughout my career. Um, one of the things that I'm most grateful for is honest feedback that yep. they provided me to me. Um, and some criticism, right? You yeah. know, you can't really guide people unless you're honest with them. Um, and that was always one of my areas where I needed to improve, which was like, be patient and don't wear that on your sleeve all the time. Right. Um, yes. So it's there. Business right? vitamin. Don't wear that on your sleeve. Right. And so it's okay to be passionate without yes. like being crazy off the wall, freaking out and, yes. um, or showing that heightened emotion. So I think there's always a balance about showing the energy and the excitement mm -hmm. in what you're doing and passion for it. And also, but like in a positive way. And, um, that is sometimes hard. No, it is. And one, one of the things that I've, someone said to me at one point, he said, Annie, are you brave or are you acting brave? Mm. Because everyone's watching. 
Interesting. And you're never, ever, ever going to be a leader if you're in the right leadership position, growing, challenging people that that every single second is, oh, I'm brave. Right. There's tons of time, especially now, as, as you grow, the stakes get bigger. Yep. More employees join your company. They all need paychecks. And you just sort of go, hmm, am I brave or am I acting brave? Well, I'm right. going to act brave because everyone's watching. And they're not going to listen to what I say. They're right. only going to see what I do. Oh, they take their cues for sure. Hundred, right? Like a kid that falls, looks up, should I cry? Should I right. bounce back up? Right? That's a kid thing and it never leaves right. us. For sure. Good point. Good point. Um, let's talk a little bit about your um, experiences with mentorship this is an age-old conversation since I started my business in 2000. We have, you know, every business journal uh, will come out with some uh, feature on that through the years that uh, women, we we need to either have sponsors, advocates, mentors to be able to ascend mm -hmm. to, you know, even close to the percentage of men that are in the C-suite. Um, so tell us a little bit about how your experiences with mentorship, sure. What, you know, are you passionate about that? Did you benefit from that? Right. I actually, you know, when I think when I look back, I think I was really naive, um, or maybe blissfully naive, yeah. right? I always, I just was like, well, I can do that. Why, why right. wouldn't I be able to, I grew up in a household of women. My father right. was, you know, I've got two daughters, I've got two nieces, like, of course I can do whatever I want to do. Um, but when I ascended to a certain level, I had um, an employee say to me, wow, I'm so glad there's now a woman at the leadership table. And I was a little stunned by that and taken aback and then realized, wow, I guess I have some responsibility here I had never really thought about before. Um, and so when I look back, that women mentors were all along my journey. Right. One of my very dearest friends was my boss two years out of college to this day. Oh, wow. And I think she was the one who first told me I needed to uh, learn a little more patience in, in, the, work, <laughs> in the workplace. Um, but I do think I had opportunities and growth I wouldn't have had without those strong women along the way. And Good. so I do think it's incredibly important to give that back. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it always has to be formal. Um, I have, no, I agree, you know, I don't think it has to be this big, huge program. I think companies that can do that fabulous. Um, uh, but some of us work for smaller companies. That's just not possible. No. Uh, but taking people aside, have taking the time for coffee, taking the time to talk to them about their career goals and where they are in their life, that those are easy things to do. And right. I think they're incredibly important. We had um, an employee not too long ago who I hated to lose, but she was at a point in her life that I was several years ago where my children were young and I felt like I needed more balance and I needed right. to make some changes. And she was thinking about going out on her own. I had done that when the 22 year old who's in the hallway <laughs> uh, was one and oh, wow. had taken a step back, went into business for myself. And it was probably the best decision I ever made. And so I encouraged her and basically said, listen, I've been there. Right. You need to do what's right, right. for you. Um, and the worst thing that happens is it doesn't work out and you get another job, yeah. right? Um, and so, and I still hear, I mean, we meet probably every three months just to touch base Good. and for us to connect. And so 
those are the things that I think, you know, we owe it to each other. Um, and never, you know, as we went through these past two years with the pandemic, I do think showing a little vulnerability as a leader isn't an awful thing sometimes. And uh, through mentoring people, right. um, the past two years, I've really, I get as much out of it, I think, yeah. as, as they do too. But it's important. And there's unequivocally, there's no one in the world that likes to hear criticism. No. Let's just, let's No, just... and there's been times they've not taken it well. Well, and, and, <laughs> and, and, and to my point exactly, and I had to get to a point in my life where people, you know what? had to judge me. And the one thing they had to judge was intent. And so no, do, do I say everything perfectly? Does it land? I need as a human being, a hall pass just as much as anyone else to not go to the lengths to say, I care about you. When a client said to me, no one to his team, no one will ever care more than Annie. And then another client says, you care too much. Therein there you go. is that right, balance, right? right? And, it, and if you're not using words and you're not managing conflict and making it back with someone, right. that's not a real relationship. And call that what it is. And so the things for people that, that work at Universal, that don't stay at Universal for any various amount of reasons, there's, there's a separation of the person and the job. Right. And so I think as women, that's what we have to most establish is do they really care about me? Right. So I, I care just agree. about the job. I deserve whatever I get. Yeah. Right. I thought I listened to one of your podcasts where you talked about, you know, it's hard because like we all inherently want to be liked. Right. I mean, nobody <laughs> doesn't want, right. And sometimes when you're in those positions, you have to make decisions that aren't always popular. Um, but that's what leaders do, right? That's what you do. But I would agree with you a hundred percent. Like, is the intent there is, Mm -hmm. you know, do I care? Um, what's in my heart? Right. Cause that's how I lead. That's how you lead. Yeah. Absolutely. And Anne will say, and Anne will say it often. Like I cared, maybe I want to be a little more like you that you don't necessarily care what everyone thinks. And I want to be more like her with the gravitas and the gentleness and to sort of say the same thing with just the grace she exudes. And again, there's nothing wrong with me learning from her and her learning from me. And that's what everyone hears. So talk about vulnerable. Yeah, we're right. sitting here yeah. <laughs> for these legions of people to go, what? Yep. Warts and all? Oh, I'm yeah. way more comfortable talking about the warts. <laughs> now you're very transparent and authentic. You get an A plus for that. So I am absolutely, and I find myself going through some business decisions saying, what would Annie do about, you know, how would she, um, Jesus, I just said Jesus that, and Annie. I just said go. that to Marissa the other day. I said, I should probably call Annie and run this by her. You have, I skew way more, um, I need more emotional resilience. Mm. I wrote about that in my book yep. from 2013 yep. and I reread chapter eight yeah. all the time and I still really haven't totally mastered it. Whether it's with clients, you know, or a decision I've made or with the team or whatever, um, what you're really good at is being Annie, um, being able to say, you know what, I would love everybody to like me, but you accept the fact that you are who you are and you are quote unquote an acquired taste. And yeah, and there's, there's words associated with that, you know, arrogant, aloof, you know, the B word for women, there's, yep. there's this sort of backlash for sure, but you that can is get, linear and ferocious. I can get mired down in that, um, 
cocoon there where you've already moved past. So on a much healthier direction, you're like, this business situation is what it is, you know, uh, as a female executive. So I'm in my head going through unintended consequences because in PR, that's what we do. Right. You know, we prepare for <laughs> all those A, things. B, yep. C, D, uh, Z, although none of them may ever happen. Um, but, uh, you know, I would love everyone to love us, love working with us. The reality is, you know, in business is its own animal. You're not going to. Ooh, it's um, messy. It is, it is messy. messy. It's killed with, it's, it's filled with conflict. It is messy. You know, when I, when in, in the short time that I've known Megan, like I sit there and I watch you explain the why and explain sort of the pieces and I see your, your, your wheels going. And I think we have a tremendous amount in common, right? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. the businesses we've built for the owners, um, the ability to be perfectly content with that, yeah. you know, in our role in the world. And so I thought, Ooh, this is a kindred spirit and we have to hear about her, you know, in the journey. Yeah. And so building consensus again, simple, not easy because no. people bring their life to work. Simple, not easy. Right. For sure. I think the word resilience, mm-hmm. um, is a really important one. Um, you know, I, and, and some of it's just, you know, experience, right? right. You re- after a while, maturity, you, maturity. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't think she would mind me saying this. Uh, we went through as a family, um, about, oh, I guess about nine or 10 years ago, a really horrible, um, situation where my daughter lost a really close friend to suicide. Mm. Mm. And it was that, and through the course of learning how people build resilience to mm-hmm. trauma, mm-hmm. that I personally learned a ton. And I do think take lessons and try to guide people in that way because, um, you know, it isn't so much taking the hits. Like we all have that in our lives, in the work we right. do. It's how you respond and it's how you react. And sometimes it's okay to kind of take a step back and do your little private freak out um, and try to pull it together. But I've learned, I've learned so much through that journey too, um, that I am a little bit like Annie where I, you know, sometimes I hate making the hard decisions, but I know I have to. And like you said, I know. Or get out of the way. Or get out of the way. You're in that position. This is the job, right? It's the job. And I know my heart's in the right place. And I think the first thing to say, Anna, we talk about this is you don't get to say, I know how you feel when that happens. Right. Just like nobody gets to say to me, I know you feel pregnant if they've ever right. been pregnant. Right. It's, right. it's nothing. You can't. You can't. How right? can you? And I can, I, can, I can understand the empathy of, I'm sorry you're not feeling well. Don't, yeah. don't, don't. There, there is a distinction there. And back to your initial, which I think is really difficult for people to listen, because that might not just bubble out. Yeah. And here's what I need to right. fix, right? Right. It's a Absolutely. dog, right? I don't, I don't, I'm not able to tell you what's wrong, but there's definitely something wrong. Right. And so it's, <laughs> and so it's different to say to my son, I know how it feels to go off to college because I did that. Right. Right. It's entirely different to say, I know that trauma. Yep. Right. Because guess what? I don't. You and you're going to have to help me understand it because I want to help you. Absolutely. And just that extension even in business, and, and I'm huge with that. Now, help me understand yeah. this. I don't understand, right? I've learned most, almost all of the time, if I'm like, why, why did you make that decision? Or what the heck is right. going on here? 
usually it's because I don't understand something. Why is there tough. is a why that I have not, and I've learned a lot of that yes. from my boss, Chris Bravacos. There are times I'm like, what is he thinking? Like yeah. what I I've missed something and always there's something I have not thought of, or there is something I'm not fully aware of. And then I go, Oh, why is okay. sort of accusatory? It puts people on yeah. the defensive. When I pivoted to help me understand that, yeah, that's a that's, take me to somewhere. You clearly lower I'm the not, barrier. Right? You, you have to get. You're non-threatening. That's when you right. Say that. That's right. Absolutely. Um, so back to resilience, because I'll be you know beating a dead horse with that. Uh, <laughs> and Annie will laugh because I'm gonna I'm gonna go right into a little NASA story. <laughs> Here comes the astronaut now. <laughs> so uh, one of my dear friends, and I'll call him a dear friend, uh, was commander of the International Space Station. So wow. been on two tours there. But anyway, he, in uh, in visiting him in Houston and, and being there where the space station is, uh, one of the things he said, now they're trained, so they're up at six months at a time. And, you, you know, if you want to talk about uh, surviving in difficult circumstances and you're with, you know, uh, the Russians and it may be the Japanese or, or whoever, what countries are involved. But he has done uh, six spacewalks. And one of them was an emergency uh, where there was a fire on the space mm. station. So he is a space soldier, too. So he's um, an Army veteran and can fly anything. But he said, when we're talking about resilience, the kind of person that has those character traits or can hone them, um, kind of like the Navy SEAL mm -hmm. person. And I think in business, lots of times we have to be act like a Navy yeah. SEAL and be because you're under pressure yep. all the time, especially the last and two years. And compartmentalize, right? So he said they had practiced these things and also kind of like a crisis communication plan to the degree that when there was an actual fire in the space station, he went right into A, B, C, D. This is what I'm going to do. I can't imagine not freaking out in, <laughs> you know, up in orbit with a fire and engines being affected. And there's only like, you know, uh, seven of you on there. But it was just interesting. His, they had trained to the degree um, that this, we know what we were going to do. Nobody's freaking out. Uh, you know, is everyone alive? Is anybody injured? And a whole uh, litany of things. But it's always a good reminder, you know, uh, and now I'll be telling myself, don't freak out. <laughs> because people are watching us, our clients are depending on us, and it affects our productivity. He was kind. He stuck together, yeah. and he didn't. And they have to work. Out. They have to work as a team up there. Right. But anyway, those just, are high stakes. Yeah. And Ooh. just going into you know practicing things enough where you become that. Yeah. And uh, and business is not life and death. Right. Right. It isn't. And so that perspective that was life and death, and part of it is it's all going to be here when you get back. Yep. Yeah. You have got to disengage. Yep. That's for sure. So whatever personality trait or character trait Doug Wheelock has, I need more of it <laughs> to, you know, maintain uh, your uh, composure during those challenges. And, and your equilibrium. Could be, yeah, could be a business challenge, you know, could be the pandemic was, was a defining moment for, for a sure. lot of leaders. Um, but then we have this quiet quitting. Had you read that in the Wall Street? I did, of course. So, um, you know, when you say work is not life and obviously some people are taking that to an nth degree as well. 
Do you work um, to live or live to work? Yeah. Right? Big, big distinction in those few words. Yeah. So back to mentoring, Megan, I absolutely agree. It To be successful and uh, to pour yourself into someone doesn't have to be a formal program. No. And a lot of us in, you know, um, much smaller than your firm, we don't have systems and processes. What Do you, do you have a mentoring uh, process at Universal? No. Okay. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think the, obviously the Fortune 500s right. are, are going to have that, and especially now, but... Uh, that that shouldn't be a barrier to us now, you know, and us as the uh, executive reaching out to someone below us. And well, saying, there's a lot of different recipes to bake a cake. Absolutely. You know, cake's going to come out of the oven and, and therein lies the ability yeah. to customize, right? Based on the leader Absolutely. and based on people willing to do that. And I would, the, I would definitely, like, when I look back at those that mentored me, there were no formal programs in no, place. I mean, we didn't even, I don't, I don't even know that I knew that's what it was, no, right? No, no. But looking back, I go, wow, that was, you know, I was really lucky. I had these women who knocked down a few doors, yeah. were honest with me, and took the time. No, uh, to your point, and Annie, probably for you too. I didn't even know what that conversation no. was. No. And I didn't even, I hadn't even asked the question how many women are in my field and what, what is the gender parity there? I don't, right. I didn't even know. It wasn't a, you know, I had business goals and, and I was just set to do them. And EQ, which I'm off the charts and it's, it's, there's, there's, there's faux everything, right? There's faux kindness. There's faux. <laughs> um, that's a, yeah. So how do we get around and, that? And so faux, that's a business vitamin, Annie. It is. There's and this faux, faux everything. Yeah. And this constant ability to regulate when I, I mean, I used to lose my mind when someone say, Oh, well, you're salesman, you know, all the right things to say. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What if, that weren't in a sales capacity and I genuinely felt that way because it insulted me. No, yeah. no, I'm not going to ever say anything right. that isn't from me. Right. And it doesn't, uh, like, so is it the chicken or the egg, right? Am I in the right position to persuade people to go from point A to point B with my vision? Mm-hmm. Or because you it, believe it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm just a BS artist that's yeah. no. saying all the... Mo- you can tell. You can tell. And I think from a career perspective, I was really lucky because I didn't have a lot of those where yeah. I didn't feel good. good about the work I was doing. Um, and the few times that I did, I was able to like, wait a minute, this right. isn't, this isn't for me or for us. It's not, you know, it's yeah. not authentic. Um, but yeah, I think you can tell. Yeah. And even with partners, it's one person's opinion. And if at the point to which you don't want to work here anymore. You don't want to work with us right. anymore. You don't like, okay, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. Right. And it's absolutely not nope. fatal if I don't agree with you. <laughs> no. And in <laughs> fact, we will help people. That's you know, exactly we will help right. people find like, well, what path do you want? Where do you want? How can we, how can we support you in that? Because like, there's enough work to go around. There's enough opportunity. Or we and, don't have the work and you we're can not pivot all, to. Right. We'll help you we'll do help what's you. next that's going to yep. uh, impact your life. It doesn't make them a bad person. No. It doesn't make, you know. And so we have to separate that. We do. Right? One has nothing to do with the other, but people do not do for, that, right? It's very it's, tough. It's it very tough, right? To walk out of here and think one thing of Ann in business and another thing about how I personally feel about Ann. It's, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. It's For most people as well, it should be, right? Because you bring for yourself sure. with you, you know? So that's tough. 
Good points, good points. Three minutes, lady. Oh, come on. This summer hiatus, <laughs> man, we gotta... We're oh. just like, yip, 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 yip. <laughs> okay, what, it. what words of wisdom, Megan, do you have? What would you tell your younger self? What would you tell your daughter who's, yeah. who is listening um, in the work environment you're in now? I mean, obviously, things have changed from when I started and, and you started into PR and communications. Yeah, things have changed dramatically. Um, I think actually I'd take a, a little bit of a cue from you and in the whole um, digital tattoo. Uh, I think, you know, if, if I was young today, yeah. uh, there's probably some things that would have been on social media that maybe they shouldn't have been. Thank um, and we didn't right? I'm, I'm so grateful I didn't grow up in that, but it's just a different place now. Right. And even though it, to you know, our self is commingled in that yeah. way. No, it, it, it and is. I think just being cognizant of that because, you know, you don't get a do over, no. unfortunately. And uh, in the PR space, you know, I know too well how that can sort of backfire uh, on people. So I think I would definitely caution to just, you know, be smart in, in that space. And uh, the other thing would be like, just don't be afraid. Like there's so many opportunities out there Love and I'm it. really Ditto. thrilled with Ditto. like some of the experiences I've had and I wouldn't have had them had I not taken a risk. I mean, I've quit jobs to, yeah. to try new things. I've moved across the country to see if I could, you know, swim in a bigger pond yeah. Yeah. and I would never, never not, not not do those no, things. No, so that's an A for bravery on your part. Well, or stupidity, uh, depending no, on which way no, it, no. Go, which way it well, would have turned I mean, out. Well, I brought you to this point. Yeah. And my, my entire part of that is, so your daughter, my son, they're digital natives. Yep. Mm -hmm. And for our business in very, very high level, tactical, integrated media, it's crucial that those, those young adults... Give us that view, and I say right. to you, you don't need you don't need a focus group. You need these Absolutely. people to feel good coming forward, right. going, what? Like, however their lingo and slang is working at that time, right? Mm -hmm. um, the bottom line is they know more than we do in that space, and For what sure. it invites is the is is the the flip side of the ridicule and the bullying and all that, right? And you just have to get to that one kernel, that one nugget of paying things forward in the right way. And now there's just a lot to sift through. But I want young adults to understand we need to hear your voice. Oh, yeah. In every capacity. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you've been in it a long time, a little right. bit of time. Like, that's what we have to be willing to hear. And what is that? It's criticism because we just don't see it that way. But you have to feel confident yeah. and safe to tell us. Right. For sure. So. We do need them. Uh, yes. I'm close this out, and I know we're over, but That's it's normally, our show. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, don't you get to it's say it's our show? Over? I tell her, yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, it's our show, right? She's very good at trying to rein me in. Um, so, and this is just an illustration of what we're talking about. I will close with uh, Ski, who we all know, who is uh, president of Harrisburg Area Community College, mm -hmm. a phenom uh, community college president is so good at networking and being an influencer yep. and not, you know, well, the digital kind as well, but, uh, this is in person. So he emailed and, uh, copied a young lady. Hannah was her name. And she, I think is 22, ready to change careers, wanted to explore. And maybe you, maybe you were on that too, Megan. Mm -hmm. Um, 
he gave her a list of names, people that were in PR marketing advertising and just for her to talk to. And I right. thought, how brilliant. So I waited a couple of days and I thought maybe she would reply to me. She hadn't yet. So I replied and you know, we're running businesses. Uh, I was on vacation. I got, I answered it after. And to be quite honest, in the back of your mind, you're like, I, you know, this is, it's going to be 15 minutes or longer. I got to figure out where I'm going to wedge this in. Right. You know, to, to break, to make that time, to break yeah. my work day and get out of whatever rhythm was, was I, I was in. But I remember benefiting from people who stopped their work day and, and poured themselves into me, even who'd never had met me. So anyway, we jump on a call yesterday and I just thought, good for you. I don't know her from Eve. She had a list of questions uh, that she was asking. It was a 30 minute phone call. That's what she asked for. She was very specific. I don't want to go over that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really enjoyed the conversation, but I thought the opportunities, and she said, what, what do you, what are you looking for in people in your industry? Uh, and I said, the hard skills we can teach, you can go to, to school. I can send you somewhere right. for those skills. It's the soft skills. Uh, and she said, like, what's your top thing? I said, uh, positivity. Yeah. I want you to come to the workplace full of forward thinking of, of how you can take advantage of these opportunities. If you come in here as Eeyore, it's very difficult <laughs> for the ship to sail because that kind of attitude is contagious. It is. It is. And, uh, you know, I set up optimism, positivity, uh, genuine curiosity to learn more things, what makes a company tick, what makes a CEO tick, uh, you know, ability to be honest. But none of those is in a bachelor's degree. No. So no. anyway, the same things that we were thinking of 25 years ago are still, you know, the tools have changed, but the soft skills, the emotional intelligence need for that hasn't changed hasn't at changed all. Hasn't changed at all. Mm-mm. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Did you want to close this out? No, I just, I, you know, I just think that the gravitas part of the respect and just, you know, the alignment with you, you feel like you go through your career for someone like that, that you like, Oh, that she gets it. She got here. Like just, you know, and so again, to sort of put a bow on the fact that this, was the 30 minute plus conversation that it was and it flowed it went like that no. it's it's this comfortable amazing sort of coffee clutch that again we can't thank you enough for sharing and it's exactly what's important to you and it's exactly what the intent of the show is well thank you so, and i the fact that you do this is amazing i just you know i did my homework <laughs> and um i will be sharing it with my younger daughter and others because you know, you're doing this just because, and, um, that is, that, that is a mentoring program, right? Well, it is. it's and it's a heavy lift. It it's, is. Yeah. Well, you can see around you though. And the do or quality, do not, there is no try. You yeah. find the time. The, yeah. Sorry, the yeah. quality of the studio. Um, our heart's desire is to shorten the learning curve of those behind us. So I've got three sons. It's required listening in the family. I love it. Required listening. Annie's son, you know, it, it's Walker's required listening. So, we just happened to not have interviewed a male yet because we're pretty strategic about that. Um, but this is not just a you know the things that we're discussing uh, will and do resonate with men. No, as well. no, no, male. I don't, I don't, we have peace and love, right? We have husbands and sons and, and brothers and like 
that's not bowled us over yet. No. Like none of like we haven't even come in and said, let's consider I'm thinking about this man. We just haven't done it yet. Right. So uh, when that happens, we'll be happy to do it. Yeah. So we have a lot more women to <laughs> interview. Yeah, in Megan Madsen, thank you so yes. much again. Yeah. Cheers to thank Bravo you. Group and big shout out uh, to Maddie as Chris, she uh, yes. continues on uh, her path. I appreciate that. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you, and have a high gear day. Thanks for listening. It's our desire that these stories will bring energy, ideas, and fresh thinking that you can use today. Subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram and have a high gear day.